on today's Midco Sports Network podcast. There's been a lot of buzz around the University of North Dakota and their upcoming conference switches. We bring in our own Alex Heinert to break down all of the changes. It's just going to help their profile from a national level now, I think, to be in the summit and to be in the valley. It's, you know, you're not leaving a bad conference by any stretch, but you're also joining a couple of elite conferences in the nation. And that's, you can't, you can't understate how big that is for this university. Welcome to the Midco Sports Network podcast. Here's Jason Andera. Outsider talking about the big news out of Grand Forks coming this week that the University of North Dakota going to be moving conferences. Alex, how are you doing? Uh, doing great. Yeah, doing well, Jandy. How are you, buddy? Not too bad. It's been uh, a little quiet around here compared to you, though, I think. There's been a lot of <laughs> a lot of talk around the upper Midwest, uh, not just around Grand Forks, about how this move really reverberates a lot of different things. First of all, just tell me your overall impact that this uh, move has for UND. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge move, obviously, for the University of North Dakota. I mean, they've been with the Big Sky since 2012. Um, They've kind of gotten used to that conference now over the last couple of years for football and for all sports, really. And now, you know, moving forward to make this change to the Summit League and sort of their traditional rivalries are all now going to be renewed with USD and SDSU and and North Dakota State. That's obviously kind of the big talking point that this this is a move that was kind of a long time coming and that people expected for a long time and had hoped would happen. And there had been whispers of it for a while. And now the fact that it really is happening, not just, you know, for basketball and, and for the re- volleyball and the rest of those core sports, but for football now to also make that switch to the Missouri Valley. It really is honestly, like it is the, the culmination of what UND fans I think have wanted since 2004 when, when when South Dakota State and North Dakota State left the NCC and made the jump to Division One, And it sort of has been like, you know, the last 13 odd years or so of not not wandering in the desert, but sort of. I mean, they've been in Utah and they've been in, they've been all over the place, sort of waiting for this opportunity to have the stars align and get back to the conference they really do belong in. And now that it appears that is the summit and the valley. So it, it's a it's a great time and a great day here for North Dakota. All right, let's give people. I think people probably know, but let's give them a timeline on how this is all going to happen, Alex. Yeah, and that's a great question because um, that, that was sort of the one thing coming into this. People sort of knew that the ball was rolling and that this deal was going to get done for the Summit and for the Valley. But now we know the specifics that UND is going to be joining the Summit League for all sports, obviously with the exception of hockey, by the way, which is not going any place. The men will still play in the NCHC, the women's still in the WCHA, but everything else will be making the shift from the Big Sky into the Summit League for the 2018-2019 season. So not next year, but the following year, they'll make that change. And then for football, they will remain a Big Sky affiliate member up until the 2020 season, and then they'll make that shift from the Big Sky to the Missouri Valley Football Conference for the fall of 2020. So that's it's kind of a long wait for football, and, and UND will still be in the Big Sky until then. Uh, and they won't be able to compete for a conference championship. But at the same time, just knowing that they're still going to have a home, a conference home until 2020 when they join the Big Sky is huge. So a little bit of a wait, but uh, they've still got a place to be for the next couple of years until that shift officially takes control. Um, and, and some of the big things, too, there's no buyout that's involved in this. The Big Sky is letting UND go um, without having to pay a penalty for leaving the conference. There's no contract broken. So that's a big thing. Uh, and, and, and then in the same token, too, um, along with that, it's it's big that 
UND is not going to have to wait a year or two to be eligible for a conference championship in the Valley or the Summit. Like Omaha, we saw come into the Summit League a couple of seasons ago. They were in that transition to Division One and everything. They had to sit out a couple of years. That's not going to be the case. North Dakota is going to be live and ready to go when they enter both of those conferences in 2018 and 2020. So that's great that postseason play will be a possibility and that there's no penalty for making this shift. Yeah, that's got to be a huge positive for incoming recruits as well as you know, the people who have already enrolled there, that they don't have to go through that big of a transition switching conferences. So yeah. Good, good stuff. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Now, Alex, is this positive for all sports involved? Uh, do some benefit more than others with the conference switch? You know, I think I think it's it's pretty positive across the board. I think when you look at what this is going to do for attendance, certainly from a conference perspective, for for everything, for football, basketball, volleyball, for everything, because now fans can travel. Like you're, you're going to get, you know, two basketball games a year. That one's going to be in Fargo, one's going to be in Grand Forks, and everybody's. If, if you really want to go, you can just drive down the interstate. And same thing with Brookings and Vermilion, and even Omaha. That's a bit of a further trip from Grand Forks, but they they've basically. resurrected the idea of being able to go to a road game without having to buy a plane ticket. And that's huge for a conference. I mean, that's that's a big thing for North Dakota. So the fact that UND is going to be getting fans from these other universities to come up to Grand Forks and watch games in the Betty and at the Alaris Center, that's a big deal. Um, At the same time, too, the competition level for most sports is going to increase. I think the Big Sky has been a very good conference. Certainly, it's been probably the second or third best conference in the country in FCS football. It's been a competitive conference, certainly in women's and men's basketball and in some other sports. Um, the Summit League, though, when you look at RPI, I think right now, men's and women's hoops for the Big Sky is kind of in the late, low 20s. I think men's basketball right now is number 29 in terms of RPI out of 32 conferences, where the Summit League's in the high teens, you know, and, and that's a big jump. And same thing for women's basketball. I think the Summit League women's basketball RPI is like 11 or 12 right now, and the Big Sky women are in the 20s. So you're making a step up, which is good. That, that's only going to help you in terms of non-conference play to get ready for the big dance, which is what this is all about. And then in the same token for football, too. Obviously, the, the Missouri Valley is the premier FCS conference in the country, and you can't put a price on that. Uh, I know the Big Sky, obviously, has been very competitive. It's a very different brand of football that UND has done well in. Of course, they were co-conference champions a year ago, but it's just going to help their profile from a national level now, I think, to be in the summit and to be in the Valley. It's you know, you're not leaving a bad conference by any stretch, but you're also joining a couple of elite conferences in the nation. And that's you can't you can't understate how big that is for this university. Now, this move doesn't happen just on a whim. This is obviously something that they've been thinking about for a couple of years. Um, we've seen it with the restructuring of how they want their athletic department to look, mm-hmm. trying to trim some sports um, and decide what they want to pursue. Uh, just how has this been for the athletic department and what all has gone into this decision? How, how long has that taken? Yeah, I, th- I mean, obviously it's taken a couple of years. I think that they've been looking at this for a while. I think the Summit League has wanted UND for a while to get them to 10 teams and to, to rejoin the old NCC and to have travel partners again and to have a normal schedule. Uh, there, you know there have been talks for a long time about trying to make this work. And I think, you know, football was kind of the last domino. And then once that fell, they were able to make this happen. But from a UND perspective, and you mentioned some of the finances and how this all works, you know, they, this is an athletic department that has been under some fire lately with with how budgets have worked. And travel budget is a big part of that. And I think that 
you know, Brian Faison, the AD, has been tasked of trying to find ways to make athletics work, to still be competitive, to still produce championship programs, but also to, to stay under budget. And there was a $1.4 million difference last year in what was budgeted and what was spent. And, and a lot of that goes into trying to travel, you know, I mean, 1,700 miles to Sacramento, you know, and Bozeman, Montana was their closest opponent in the big sky. And that's over 800 miles away. And so just logistically, it was just difficult to stay in that conference. And so I think, you know, from a motivation standpoint, I think to, to look at the Summit League, which is much more in UND's footprint with schools in the Dakotas and Nebraska, you know, you, the, the furthest trip now they're going to have to make is to Denver, which is only about, the, it's about the same as their, their closest trip in the Big Sky. And it's their furthest one in the Summit League, right around 850, 900 miles or so. So um, I think, you know, all those things really helped get the ball rolling. And, and the, the fact that every everybody wanted this, it was just a matter of figuring out how it would come to work in the ends, what the timeline would be. And I think, I, honestly, I think between the Valley and the Summit and, and UND, everybody's really happy with the result. The recruiting aspect of this, I mean, does it change their footprint at all? Obviously, you're talking about, you know, playing games a lot more often around this area. That's got to mm-hmm. change a little bit of their thinking recruiting-wise. Have you have any feel for that yet? That's a great question, and we talked with Bubba Schweigert about that today from a football perspective. And certainly they're still, again, they're still three years away. They're still a long ways away before being Valley te- being a Valley team in 2020. But he mentioned, you know, we we don't so much recruit to kids right now and talk about how, hey, you know, come play with us. We get to play, you know, in Portland and we get to play, you know, in Missoula and we get to play. They talk about, hey, you get to play for the University of North Dakota and you get to represent this state and this program and this great tradition. And in his mind, really, he's like, I don't see how that, you know, just the fact that we're playing, you know, down the road instead of driving across the country, that's not going to make any difference to how we pitch our program to kids. So, you know, I know they've had a lot of success, certainly in in the Twin Cities area. They've had a lot of success in places like Colorado and in places like Wisconsin in years past. And so it wasn't like they were they were getting a bunch of kids from the West Coast that were coming, you know, knowing that we're going to be able to play some home games in our backyard. So I I don't think it's going to change too much. And if anything, you know, I think being able to sell these local rivalries now to local kids is only going to help. And to sell that you're playing in the best conference in the country, you know, those are the things that I think will get people excited more so than maybe getting one game every other year, you know, out out on the West Coast. So I, you know, I, I don't think they're too concerned about it. You would expect the, the focus maybe to shift a little bit, but I think they're still going to go after and get some of the best kids in the upper Midwest and around the region. All right, Alex, let's let's kind of summarize this. Let's put this together. What are you leaving that you may be, might mm. maybe miss in the big sky versus what are you getting by going to the Summit League in the Valley? Yeah, and that's a great question too. And uh, I've had the chance to get to know the Big Sky Conference now for the last year or so. And I knew the Summit League before I moved up to Grand Forks. And so it, it's neat to kind of think about both of those conferences and, and the positives and the negatives. And I think what, what they're leaving, and everybody would say this, you're leaving the mountains and the ocean and some, some programs that have a lot of national visibility and have a lot of success. When you think about Montana and you think about Eastern Washington and you think about Weber State in men's basketball, and there have been a lot of successful programs in the Big Sky Conference that play in a lot of beautiful locations and yep. beautiful destination-type cities. 
However, all those places are a long ways away from Grand Forks, and it's difficult to get there. And even though it's really fun to think about taking a road trip to go see North Dakota play, you know, play in Sacramento or, or play in, in the mountains of the Rockies and, and these types of great, you know, Washington Grizz Stadium is a beautiful place. But the thing is, is that maybe you're doing that once every three years anyway, and maybe they're going to still do that in non-conference. So... I think you're leaving places that, that are that are fun and exciting and very different from the plains of northeastern North Dakota. But at the same time, what you're gaining is the renewal of these fantastic rivalries that go back literally 100 years when you're talking North Dakota State and SCSU and USD and Northern Iowa and Omaha and these traditional schools that UND always used to play and always had such great competitions with. Those are coming back now on a yearly basis in games that really mean something for conference championships, for postseason berths. You just that those things are huge that you're getting back. You're getting back the opportunity now to go on the road and see your team play without having to buy a plane ticket, like I mentioned earlier. And two, I think you're you're essentially getting a boost in the standings of the conference that you're playing in. You really are playing now the best competition in the country. And from a basketball perspective, you're playing in the best conference tournament in the country from a mid-major standpoint. And in some people's minds, maybe just the best conference tournament in the country, period. In, at Sioux Falls, where they had 65,000 people gather last year over four days to watch college basketball. I mean, that's that to me almost by itself is is worth the change. It's That's just a, such a phenomenal four days at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. And now that North Dakota is going to get to be involved with that to in a place that's just four hours away and to be caught up in March Madness like that, that's not something this program has ever seen on that level. And I'm really excited, obviously, from a Midco standpoint, because yeah, we get to broadcast those games. Exactly. That was the next question I was going to ask you, is that we had nothing to do with this, but boy, <laughs> it is sure nice to be able to put our home schools at Midco Sports Network yeah. all together, isn't it? It's a huge deal. I mean, that that's just, you know, we had sort of joked when I when I made the move up to Grand Forks from Sioux Falls that that was the whole goal, was that I was going to try and bring North Dakota into the fold. And, like, this is just a little, you know, a little sleeper agent that's been making. And obviously that's not the case at all. But it's really fun to see that happen and to see this is going to be something that is a reality in just two years, that we're going to have so many of these great conference matchups um, night in, night out, really. I mean, from football to basketball to volleyball. Um, to track and field, all those types of things that we're going to get to do now and put live on the air for not just two of our schools, not just three, but now all four of our schools that we really have such close ties with. I mean, as as a broadcaster and, and yourself, too, as someone that works in this network, this is just awesome. It's awesome for people that subscribe to Midco and that, who really value our coverage. You know, and honestly, it's great for the schools too. They're going to get so much more coverage because we're going to have quality broadcasting on the road for these schools that that they just aren't going to get anyplace else. It's, I say, I mean, honestly, it is it is a huge <laughs> win for everybody. This is win 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 in every sense, and we are we are stoked certainly with Midco Sports to be a part of this. Alex, as always, great to hear from you. You're doing a great job with all your shows. And, uh, you know, with the hockey and you've got the signing day special coming up on Tuesday, you might want to let people know about that, too. Yeah, of course. Um, signing day special on actually Wednesday of this yes, next week. Of course, anyway, Wednesday. It's all, of course. Yeah, you, you're a busy man right now this time of year. <laughs> so that's just fine to have your days mixed up. But yeah, Wednesday, February 1st at 10 a.m., 
We're going live from what's going to be UND Signing Day headquarters, actually in our Midco SN studios here in Grand Forks, an hour-long live special with the coaches. We're going to have, of course, high school football expert Jason Andera on, plus a couple of other guys from around the region that can talk about the kids that are coming to UND to play football next year. Um, coaches will be on hand. It's going to be a lot of fun. And that's, again, Wednesday at 10 a.m. until 11. So be sure to check that out. And then be sure to check out the overview of everything that night on Varsity Sports Live. There you go. Well done, Alex. Hey, you too, buddy. All right, we'll talk to you later, and uh, thanks for joining us. Great news about North Dakota coming into the Summit League and the Valley, and uh, make sure to check out Alex, as always, on Midco Sports. Until next time, this is Jason signing off. See you later. Thanks for listening to this Midco SN podcast. To listen to any of our past episodes, Go to midcosn.com slash podcast.